Hi, I'm Trent. I'm Jordan. And welcome to So-Called Parents, where we talk about the struggles, wins, and failures of striving to raise kids in a way that points them to Jesus, in a world that is becoming more and more challenging to do so. Welcome back to So-Called Parents. Um, last week, uh, we had Luke Luke Olson on, and uh, when, when we were talking, I mentioned what, what he and uh, his family kind of have meant to us, which has uh, just been great for us to be around them. Um, and it kind of got me thinking, uh, you know, for this week, just about how thankful I am for people that we have been surrounded with. Um, like Wade has gotten the chance to be around him a lot the last, really since he was born, uh, in basketball season anyway, and has gotten to hear a lot of those, you know, messages and stuff he said to the guys, um, and been in locker rooms and heard a lot of his, really good things that he's um, poured into high school kids. And I just love the fact that he had gotten to be around that. So that kind of led me to the idea for this one, where we're talking about, you know, your people. Your people around you and who you're surrounded by and community and uh, just kind of the role they can play when raising your kids and pouring into your kids also, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. So, um as I, th- I was just thinking back to like to my experience with this, you know, when I was a kid and growing up and I was trying to think of like who the people were that I w- would say, you know, were I don't want to know instrumental, you know, other than my parents because we talk we talk about our parents a lot on this. Yeah. Uh but I was thinking, well, what about the other people that I was around? Um that, you know, my parents probably strategically put me around or wanted to make sure that I was around or that I just happened to end up being around just by, you know, the grace of God. Um, as I think back to that, um, I think my pastor was one in Callaway, Pastor Dean, um, and especially more so that he, when I was in high school, he took over the high school uh, Sunday school class. And I remember just a lot of good conversations we had in high school. I probably didn't appreciate it so much at the time, but I remember a lot of really good um, and just like thought provoking things that he brought to us um, and really challenged us a lot, you know, in high school. And it, like I said, at the time I probably didn't really appreciate it, but um, looking back now, I, I remember a lot of those, a lot of those Sunday schools, even though when, like I said, I probably didn't want to be there a lot of the time. And, I just been thankful that he fought through that because I'm sure he could have felt that in the room, you know. Like, no, there was only like two or three of us, me and one of my friends, and maybe a few others off and on. But him for sure. That was your whole youth group, two or three people. That wasn't my youth group, my Sunday school. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, my youth, the youth group is kind of weird. So we're from that. I'm from you know the small town of Callaway, and we had like a community youth group. And, but that, the leader of that was Ken, Ken Pickham. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's another one that I was like, that I would say is one of my, was one of my bigger, you know, I don't know what you call them, mentors or, mm-hmm. um, but around, but like he had him and who you could talk to him about anything, um, for sure. And then even just like, uh, the, my boss that I ended up working for in high school, uh, Casey, uh, he's just a solid dude. And we had a lot of good conversations and we still message each other to this day about 
meaningful things, which I appreciate. And I know he listens to this, so um, give him a shout out. Shout out to Casey. Shout out to Casey. Uh, no, I really do. I've appreciated just his, um, you know, community. Um, but, and people have gotten to be around. Uh, even in, I guess this is more like after we've left, after I left, but in college. And I don't, you know, your parents really don't have a lot of say in that. But hey, thinking back, I had a lot of that in college too, you know, with Justin Ralston and uh, Chris Duncan, just guys that I had, ended up being around that were just good solid older guys that uh, older than me anyway <laughs> they're kind of old yeah. now sorry, sorry I didn't mean guys. To call you guys old but <laughs> but that just had a lot so but anyway I know that was kind of a rant but I just think like I I want to create that type of community for our kids you know with others that they can f- they feel comfortable with and they can pour into them also so I don't know. That's me. Would, Jordan, do you think you, did you have anything like that? Um, I would say probably my youth group leaders when I was in high school and they weren't even there all my years. I can't remember how many years they were there. At least two, maybe three. Um, Aaron and his wife was Jackie and they, I probably have never even told them this. But never told me this. Oh, <laughs> this is news well, to me. Like you, I, I don't have a lot of memories of youth group. Mm-hmm. from high school for whatever reason but I do remember them a lot just because they just were really they made it comfortable to be there and it was really fun to be there um but then I'm just gonna piggyback off Justin in college I didn't oh, yeah. get to hang out with him like a guy like a bro like, <laughs> like you, you did he might have been at, at our apartment more than he was at his house for a short <laughs> time there he might have been <laughs> but um he was a good uh person for me in college because I had I had a lot of like good conversations with him in college mm. and then and then he married us too he did and didn't hit so. record on the on the dvd <laughs> and so now we just have a video of us a, standing we have a there. memory <laughs> <laughs> I know we talked about the titanic and for that I'll forever be grateful did you really you did it was a blur I was just trying not to lock my knees out because everyone said don't lock your knees or you could pass out or something like that <laughs> Isn't that the old thing? Something like that, yeah. I just remember thinking, don't lock your knees. Don't lock your knees. But, yeah, memories. <laughs> but I, I do think, like, this, it's a, I think it's important, and I think there's a lot of good things that can come from this. I was just talking to, I've mentioned him on the podcast a lot, but Jake, you know, our good friend, Jake Runyon, and I thought I remembered this right, and I wanted to double check with him to make sure before I said it on here but part of his testimony you know when he accepted Jesus really um a big part of it was he his dad and one of his dad's I think it was his friend or a small group member who were just riding like in the truck back and forth from he said he thought he said they were playing like pickup basketball or something like that and they were going from playing pickup basketball back to their house or something like that to hang out and they were just having a conversation about salvation and, you know, what it means. And Jake was just in the back seat listening to his dad and his friend talk about it. And um, and that's when the moment that it clicked for him and, like, what it means to follow Jesus and why he needs it and stuff. So, like, it can be a powerful... I did not know that. Yeah, it can be a powerful thing. Um 
And so yeah, that just, as I was thinking about this, that just kept sticking out in my mind. Like that, that would be such a cool thing to happen for, you know, if not our kids, someone else's kids or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But so I think having those group of friends and people that you're, you are with, but also that your kids are with you when you're around them. Right. Um, can be a really cool thing. Um, so trying to find some verses to like go with this. Um, you know, there's a lot about, um, you know, wise counsel and people that you're around kind of similar to when we talked about like the friends episode, right? Like Mm -hmm. who you surround yourself with. Um, and when I think, I guess when I think, I just think of our small group that we have and I'm thankful for that and the people in that also. Um, but one verse that came to mind when we, when we was looking things up, it was Proverbs thirteen twenty. He who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. And uh, Jordan, you had another version here that I actually like a little better. You want to read the it? NLT version? Yeah, I like that. You know, yeah. I just like it better. Um, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Ooh, don't get in trouble. I like that one. I like the, 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 I think the first part of the verse is what I really liked. Oh, and see, I, I liked the last. Really? The yeah. F- the fool's part? Yeah, just because, well, I'm not a, I'm not a wordy person. You know this about You're me. You're a rule follower. I am also a rule follower. Yeah. But I am not um, good with words and I don't like words that much. So when it says something simple like, you get in trouble if you're with fools. Like that makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you just don't want to get in trouble. So. I also getting in trouble is scary. Oh yeah, like you won't. Like the other day, I ran across the crosswalk when we were downtown, and there was like four seconds left, and it was blinking. Like the don't walk comes on. It was yeah, it was like the blinking flashing hand. And like you were like down. freaking out and yelling at me, and I'm like, just live a little, just run. <laughs> I'm an enneagram one. You are. You are. But I like the first part of that verse, though, that he who walks with the wise grows wise. And I just think of, you know, who you're walking with. If there's people that love God and are passionate about pursuing him, then you can grow wise in that, too. I just like that part. It's funny how you, it's isn't funny, just how we're different. You focus on the positive part of the verse, and I focused on the negative part of the verse. Does that mean I'm more of a positive person? Probably. Wow. I'm a glass half fuller. Maybe. And you're a glass half fuller. I'm emptier. avoiding getting in trouble and you're just trying to grow wise. I'm just living on the edge. <laughs> grabbing all the gusto. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Another one though. More Proverbs. More from Solomon. Proverbs twelve twenty six. One who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor. But the way of the wicked leads them astray. And again, is this another version you had written, Jordan? Because I yeah. like that too. I like that. The godly give good advice to their friends. I like that. Mm-hmm. I liked that too. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> yeah. And just if your friends are giving you good advice and your kids around that, they hear it, right? And I think it's really cool. It also made me think, though, if someone's not giving me good advice, mm-hmm. that maybe I need to stay away. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Again, I looked at it in the negative way. I looked at that verse and went, stay away from people who don't give me good advice. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh, finding a lot about our minds right now. We are. It's fun. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about this, though. Like, you know, as, as parents, like, we always, we want, and we've talked about this, like, we want our kids to be able to come to us with anything. And 
I mean, that's my hope. But inevitably, like, I mean, I can think back at times in my life where there were things that I wanted to talk with another adult. One of those people, one of those guys that I mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it might have been Ken at Youth Group. Or, you know, there were times when I would be more comfortable talking to them about something than my parents. For whatever reason, as painful as that probably is to admit as a parent, like, I think it, it kind of hurts to think about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it stinks, but... There could be those times, and there probably will be. Mm-hmm. Like I said, our, our hope is that they feel comfortable coming to us with whatever. And I think you and I, we've talked about that. Like, yeah. we want to be, we want to try our best to make sure that they feel like they can. Um, but having those people around as options for them, you know, if they can get to feeling comfortable that whether it's a youth group leader for them or an FCA leader or talking to someone is better than talking yeah, to no one. Yeah. Just giving them options. Right. Um, yeah. And someone that we trust that is grounded in faith. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that we know as parents that we can trust them. Yeah. Yeah. To give advice to our kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had another one down here. Proverbs eleven fourteen. All Proverbs today. A lot of good stuff out of Proverbs, you know? Mm-hmm. Wise stuff. But Proverbs eleven fourteen, For lack of guidance, a notion fails, but many advisors make victory sure. And then uh, I put the ESV. Ver- what does that stand for? Is it English Standard? I bet it is. I think it's English Standard Version. I, I would, don't know. I don't know, though. ESV, but I like this one. Uh, also, I really liked what, how it said it. It said, where there is no guidance... People falls, uh, but then the last part I really liked, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And that's, you know, kind of what I, when I talk, started thinking about this idea, you know, for a podcast, that's really what I liked. You know, it was like having an abundance of people, a lot of people around and that you can trust your kids with mm-hmm. creating that safety. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's just important. And, you know, think about, like, yeah, we want that, but how do you make it happen? It's probably something worth talking about, mm-hmm. you know, as, because, like, for us, we've maybe mentioned this before, too, we we came, moved up here in this area, in the Omaha area, and we didn't really have any family around until your sister moved here, um, and they're great. I mean, they're okay. <laughs> Let's stop. I was thinking about this, though, and you don't realize how many communities you have until they're mm-hmm. all gone. Like I was thinking about all of these. I listed them because there were a lot. But like you have your friends, obviously. Right. Then you also have the people you work with, the people you go to church with. I was thinking about um, when you were coaching basketball. When I the first time I went to a basketball game, I knew no one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have even more community once you have kids. Yeah. Like you have their friends, their friends' parents, you have daycare, childcare, like all these communities. And when we moved here, we had none of that. Yeah. And I really like, like I just think we were just really blessed. Like, I like, yeah, like some of those new communities we formed, like our kids, friends, parents. Yeah. Like we've just been so lucky that like, I mean, they're in our small group now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we just, yeah, that's just worked out really nice. Like, they're good people. We love being around them. Um, you know, they love God. and. But I think that's why they become part of yeah. that community because yep. 
we know that they value the same things that we mm-hmm. do and have the same beliefs. Yeah. And their kids are a good influence on our kids. Yeah. So that those are the kind of people you want to make a big part of your community. Yeah. Yep. And just like, I mean, youth groups for church, you know, mm-hmm. um, putting, getting them involved in that. Uh, I put on FCA there, you know, if they're in, if they're into athletics or anything as they get older, all those places, you know, there's all these organizations, is campus life still a thing? I think it is. Oh, I, I think so. Yeah. Like just all these really good options, you know, where hopefully you find people that, you know, love the Lord. So, and you said, it's, I don't know if you put this down on me, but attending church is huge. Yeah. We talked about yeah. that. Well, actually we didn't talk about it in the friends episode. I mentioned it later because yeah, I wished, regretted yeah. that we hadn't talked about yeah. it. But bringing your kids to church and then as they get older, that equates to like attending youth group and stuff. Yeah. But that's where they're going to find those people mm-hmm. that can become a good part of their community. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I mean, you only have them for so long and hopefully they choose to do that once they leave, you know, and that's probably another episode. We should get Justin on here. This is kind of a sidebar. Yeah. But I was, I saw an Instagram reel. You can trust everything you read on Instagram. Of course. You know, yeah, but <laughs> it was a sad reel about how we are only our kids' favorite person for 10 years of their life. Really? And then after age 10 is when they start to like form those best friends and like wanting to be around other people. Hmm. Where'd the stat Ooh. come from? Well, it was just an Instagram, Instagram reel. So reel. who knows how true that is. But I feel like it's probably not far I off. Know. It's, I, don't, I can maybe th- remember feeling that way a little bit. When I grew up, you know, like, it's like I was thinking, like Wade's only three years away from that, though. Oh, Stab man. in the heart. He's only three years away from hating us. <laughs> you know, they might not hate you, <laughs> right, right. but they're going to start to have preferences yeah. for like wanting to go hang out with their friends instead of hanging out with their mom and dad. Yeah, like. that's true. Yeah, didn't think about that. That's a good way to bring up something riveting. I thought it was kind of a sidebar, but I think it actually might fit oh, a little I think bit. It does a little bit. Yeah, I mean. Sorry, when you're talking about community, it's okay your friends have, are their it's community. It's okay to have sidebars. That's interesting mm-hmm. and disappointing. <laughs> actually, I just said it out loud and then it like actually hurt. Before I was just like, oh, that's sad. And now it's like George heart. probably going to cry here <laughs> in a few minutes. She's going to take a cry break. She'll be back. <laughs> She's going to go have a quick cry. And then we'll wrap it up when she gets back from her tears. But... <laughs> Let's move on. All right. But no, I really think that's about it. You know, I think, you know, forming those small groups of people and trusted people. Um, I just think you and I both experienced it. Know that you are all Bible believing people and will study the Bible together and bring your and have your kids experience that and watch yeah. you do that. Yeah. Because then they, first of all, you're showing like that's an example for them. But then also the kids of those people become their friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I like, I mean, I think it's important for a lot of reasons. Like one, like our church is so big that you almost have to do that if you want to feel community, you know, because otherwise you could, and they say this all the time in our church, they say you could come to church every Sunday for five years and hardly talk to anybody if you wanted to, Mm -hmm. because it's so big. You could come in, sit through the service, leave. Small groups are a great way to make a big church feel small. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, 
I mean, like in ours, like our kids are never present for the discussion because we send them to the babysitter. Right. But they know why we're coming. Right. Like we, and we, you know, because we've talked with them about that, you know, like they they say, are our friends coming over or are we going to our friend's house? Are we going house? to our friend's house? Yeah. And, uh, and they know like, you know, we're going to, well, yeah, mom and dad are going to go talk about the Bible and, and learn from it and learn from each other. And yeah, but no, yeah, I think that's a good thing to bring up. So. Well, thank you for listening today, and uh, remember, we can check out our website. It's www.so-calledparents.com. Uh, on there, you can find information just about you know why we started it and uh, why we started the podcast. You can find links to, we have a Patreon account if you feel so called to support us. Um, no pressure, but if you want to check it out, you sure can, um, where we would, uh, if you do choose to, to give something, we would make extra content and make that available for you. Uh, with other things, you know, not all parent related, just, you know, more Bible related stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And remember, if, if God has put kids in your life, then we believe you have been so called to be a parent. Thanks.